Yo, re. Oh, shit. I started saying my TikTok reviews. Uh, yo, welcome back to the Return to Play podcast. I'm the host, Steve Navarra. With me is Danny. Hello, Danny. What's going on? Uh, follow us on. Twitter at Return to Play Pod. Follow me on TikTok at Grande Reviews seventy six. I'm starting to up my TikTok game a little bit and doing the voiceovers, and I've got a bunch of backlogged um, uh, reviews to to post. Kind of, I think I'm going to do weekly, maybe even twice a week, uh, depending on how well the house comes along here this in the next couple months. Now, so, now that you can do that, you need to upload all the uh, punishments from the lock of the weeks. Yeah, Locks all, the all week. three that got recorded. <laughs> I recorded all mine. I recorded probably half of my. Uh, I just didn't have to record least. that many because my gambling is unbeatable. <laughs> your, lock, your locks of the week were good, and uh, that was about it. Um, why don't we get started with a traffic update for South Carolina? I was, as usual, commuting on I-85, and um, oh no, this wasn't on 85. This was I was I was turning into the road that I, I my apartment is off of. So it's a four lane road, a main road with a turn light. It's a it's a light with a turn signal light, green arrow, whatever. And I'm getting into the left turn lane, left turn only lane. And this guy just slowly drifts over with no turn signal in front of me and is going maybe 15 miles an hour, not even just crawling through this this left turn lane. And the light's turning yellow, the arrow's turning yellow, and he's just starting to go through the intersection. I could have made it through like three times by now. And I am like freaking out in my driver's seat because it's the last turn I have to make to get home from work. and. And I just, I tail him and go through the, the light too. And then he's sl- crawling through the intersection, crawling down the road, and then then gets over into the right lane. And I pass him by on the left. And he flips me off. He gives me the finger. I didn't do, what did I do wrong in this situation? He crosses over into my lane. No goddamn turn signal. No one down here uses a turn signal. Those are completely optional down here. It's a, it's an afterthought to put your turn signal on and, and then crawls through the, oh my God. I almost, and then he pulls into Fuddruckers. I almost pulled into Fuddruckers because I was just having a day of filled with anxiety. I was so, I was in uh, millimeters, the, putting my two fingers together close of pulling in behind him into Fuddruckers because he looked like a skinny pencil neck old bastard. I'd have beat his ass, but it's, it's not worth it. I, you, you can't keep it real. You're going to get arrested doing that. So, yeah, he flipped me off. Insane. Insane. I don't get these fucking people down here on the road. <laughs> the only thing I'm beating is my meat. Yeah. I, listen, it's not a matter of me being like, you know, oh, I, I can't fight. I could have beat that guy's ass. 
but I'm not going to do something like that because I'm, you know, I got a brain and I don't want to be in Spartanburg County jail with, with people who would beat and rape my ass. <laughs> so, so, um, do you have any, any life updates, Danny? That's all I got. Yeah, nothing, uh, Nothing significant my way. The uh, the fucking pens suck. That's about it. Mm, that was tough to watch. That was tough to watch. Uh, I don't even want to talk about that. The, the, the Carolina Hurricanes, I think, are going to win in five, maybe six games here. Um, but yeah, the, the Rangers are a bunch of dirty, dirty sons of bitches. They... Did more fighting than hockey playing. We just, you know, without Crosby, the Penguins have no identity. It's like losing your quarterback on the ice. Um, but that's all I really know. I don't, I don't even know much about hockey. Uh, why don't we get into a little NFL injury news update to start? I was doing an underdog best ball draft, and I see Odell Beckham Jr. was projected to have 123 fantasy points this year, and I do not know where those fantasy points are coming from. I do not. The earliest I see Odell Beckham Jr. playing football is um, after the trade deadline. He's going to do something similar to what he did last year. He's going to wait for a team to to need him because I don't think the Rams are going to have the space to re-sign him. Um, they might sign him later in the year, but I, I don't I don't foresee them giving him another one year deal, full deal, because I I don't think he'll come back from his second ACL tear in two years. Granted, this was the opposite leg. I don't see him coming back within, you know, the short time frame, which is eight months, which eight months from February is still what, November, October? October. So, I mean, that is the earliest he could come back. I don't see that. I see him coming back right in time to ramp up for the playoffs. So I think he comes back right around Thanksgiving, uh, December. And at that point, you know, you've kind of wasted a spot. He's he, his ADP is one seventy three, which would make him going in the uh the fifteenth round. I mean, there's still a lot of guys available in the fifteenth round that are going to probably play all season rather than that. So, I don't like that pick at all. I I don't. I think you're wasting your time on on Odell. Uh KJ Hamler's down there at that spot. Curtis Samuel for the Commanders is is down there. I you know, those guys are going to be playing all season. Sammy Watkins is right down there too right now. Um <clears throat> all better options than Odell in my opinion. You got anything on Odell? Yeah, I concur from the standpoint of not not touching him. Um he's going to be I I don't think he's going to sign until well into the season. Uh he you know he's going to want his money and no one's going to be willing to pay money for someone that they don't even know is going to play this year. So I mean he'll I, I imagine that he'll 
you know, as October rolls around, you know, see what teams are good and going to compete, what teams need a receiver or have a spot for him necessarily, and uh, kind of go from there. How basically, basically the same thing as he did this year, you know, find the best situation for him midway through the season and and plug him in and go from there. But but like Steve touched on by the, I mean, if you're doing your your uh, what the hell are those things called? Best ball. The, the, the best ball. I couldn't think. I was gonna say long shot. I'm like, what the fuck is that? Uh, <laughs> if, you, if you uh if you're doing your best like ball, an drafts, old man, like old man, Belichick, <laughs> doing your long shot drafts. Uh, Georgia W. The uh, do you see that? Did you see the uh, the Iran thing or Iraq? I don't think see, so. Oh, uh, he he was talking about. <laughs> he was basically just. He was giving some kind of speech, and he was talking about uh, Putin. And it, he meant to say, like, you know, one man has the power to do all this and invade Ukraine, and, and he accidentally said Iraq. <laughs> he was like, whoops. He's like, oh, I'm 75. Yeah. <laughs> but he, basically, he basically, like, fucking shit right on himself. I, I've quoted it on Twitter. I said, I said, ironically, W takes a, takes a massive L. But, uh... <laughs> Uh yeah, but back to OBJ. Um, we're just saying a lot of letters. He uh he's going to be, yeah. I mean, it, it's not worth it to take in your in your best ball drafts because he's going to miss most of the season, potentially all of the season. You don't know, so too risky to touch. Maybe in the last round if you're feeling real froggy, but I wouldn't touch him. Um, while I'm quickly here, while I'm looking at the ADP on underdog for the rest of these players, um, Kenny Pickett is going basically undrafted at the 209, um, pick 209. There's 216 picks for a, a 12 person draft. So he's going at, you know, the seventh to last pick and then Marcus or I'm sorry um Mitch Trubisky is going at 215 so basically the very last pick of the draft so Kenny Pickett's six six spots higher than Trubisky and everyone on Steelers Twitter is just like not everyone but a lot of Steelers Twitter is just assuming Kenny oh Kenny Pickett this year Kenny Pickett to George Pickens this year is going to be insane and I'm like the the Steelers, there's no way the Steelers are like expecting Kenny Pickett to win this quarterback battle this year. Like, and I don't think he has the potential to do so. I think it would be detrimental to his development to to put him starting week one, especially. But you know, you gotta let Mitch. Uh, you got to give Mitch a shot first, I think, in my opinion. We'll obviously see how training camp goes, but but in this way too early discussion of it, um, I, I don't foresee Mitch playing less than you know him getting like a six game, a six game run here to see how he does. What do you got on it? Anything? Yeah, I completely second that. I mean they they signed Mitch for a reason, even knowing that they were. Uh, going to draft Pickett, but I mean Pickett is the most NFL ready of all the quarterbacks. But I, I think 
I mean, I wasn't big on the picket pick to begin with. I think Mitch gives them more upside as it is, but uh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna trust their judgment and kind of roll with it regardless. But I I I'm hashtag Mitchburg right now. Yeah, uh, we're we're on the same page there, and I think we have a pretty good read on this uh, this quarterback out outlook here for the season. <clears throat> I think we're sharp on it. Um, let's see. Okay, so. One more wide receiver to talk about. That's Jamison Williams. Tore his ACL in January in the national championship game. So first week in January. Easy to make your timetable here. He's pretty much four and a half months out now. Um, he's he's four months out from his surgery. He got surgery, I think, like the next week. So. Um, Four months, his surgeon said, uh, quote, that the timetable for an ACL recovery uh, for football is five to seven months, which Danny and I both think that that's crazy fast for a, a timetable for anyone to come back from ACL surgery. But like Danny mentioned off air, that's that's if you have a clean tear of the ACL and, and they can just put that back together with a different tendon. Or uh, you you have to be a one a freak athlete, which everyone in the NFL is, and then two you have to probably have no prior injuries. You have to. There's a lot of variables into going into meeting a five to seven timetable uh, outlook, and that's why I don't think OBJ with his age and prior injury list, he's not he's not in that in that conversation. Whereas Jameis Williams. I believe it at least that he could play week one, but again, I don't think he should because of the articles I've read where you have a 30% chance of re-tearing or tearing your opposite ACL in the NFL after the the year after your ACL um, was torn. And he's going to try to come back within seven months of the tear. Uh, I think that's rushing it. I don't know what your why you got a rush to come play for the Detroit Lions. It's it's not like you got drafted by the Chiefs and you're trying to like, you know, make your make your name on on that marquee team. Like you the the Lions are still gonna be shitty by week six when you're when you're ready to play. Like they're still gonna need you to to show up for them in week six, week eight. Uh whereas the Chiefs could probably figure out something around you and kind of like, you know, move past you so that's my thought on it what what do you think oh uh, yeah i mean it'll definitely be a quicker recovery than odell beckham jr i do want to correct you earlier it was it's that he retore the same acl i meant to oh, say that earlier. i could have swore yes yeah, so, i mean and the first one you know obj's first time took him basically a full year so i i uh obj's not making it back you know he he's gonna be closer closer to that full year mark for you know somebody young and healthy with no injury history like like a Jamison Williams. Um, five to seven is is outrageous. I mean I know a lot of six to eight is a lot of numbers that that you're hearing now. I mean more realistically you're still looking at that at that eight month time frame, um, but you do have your your outliers that make it back before that. But that's that's uh. The uh, that's still not the norm. I mean, you're you're still looking at 
at least an eight month recovery most of the time before you're, you know, you back to that full explosiveness and ability. Uh, so I, I, I wouldn't be surprised. I do think that Detroit, especially in a uh, weakened NFC this year, I think Detroit is competitive. They were playing hard for, for Dan Campbell last year. And, uh, I do think they got some talent on that team. Not, not like they're not saying they're going to win a Super Bowl, but I wouldn't be surprised if they compete for a wild card spot. They're definitely going to improve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and uh, so. Right, well, right I, now, no, way, way too early. What do you think the it, Lions' uh, win wins are? If, what do I think Vegas is putting it at, or what do I think? Uh, what What do you think? I'm going to look up what. I'll give them, I think they're like six and a half is like the over under or something like that, but I'll, I'll give them like eight or nine. I mean, they're going to play, they're going to, they're going to play the bears twice. They're going to play. I mean, look at the NFC. Even, even green Bay is going to be a lot weaker. They're in a weak division. You have really Tampa Bay and the Rams. I'm looking at their, they have an early bye week too. week, week six bye week. That's tough. Um, so going into their week six bye week, they play Eagles, Commanders, at Vikings, Seahawks, at Patriots. You probably could get two two wins that's, there against Washington. They can go, go four and one in that in that span. Ooh, I don't think they're beating the Eagles in week one. I don't e- think the Eagles. The Eagles are pretty good. What they got a nasty D line. What we'll see. I I think the Eagles are going to be pretty good again this year. I think it's going to be they you know, were good that, last year. They played they played nobody went nine and eight and snuck <laughs> in as the seven seed, which shouldn't even exist. Well, the Steelers kept their play <laughs> their their playoff. Uh, Big Ben got to go out in the playoffs with that seven seed rule. Um, no, Pittsburgh was the six seed. Oh, that's right. The Raiders was the seven seed, right? I think you're right. I think you're yeah, they played the Bengals. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, the Lions win total is six and a half. Over over six and a half is plus one twenty-five. Under six and a half is minus one sixty. So you're getting really good odds right now on seven wins, Danny. There we go. I'm hammering. Yeah, go to go to hammer. Pittsburgh and hammer that. No, the Raiders were the five seed. I'm an idiot. Pittsburgh Pittsburgh was the seven seed. Yeah, don't, don't listen to anything either of us have to say. Uh, moving on, the rest of our show we are going to talk about uh, getting old. As I'm turning thirty in two months, Jimmy's already thirty and. I don't know how you old you are, Danny. I'll be, I'll be 29 until I'm a year, year behind you. Uh, you're a pup. <laughs> that's what that's what every old person I work with tells me. St- how old are you? Uh, 29. Oh, hell, you're still a kid. <laughs> you're still a pup. It's like, no, I, I am not. I am. Clean up my poop. <laughs> Clean up my poopy butt. Uh, uh um <laughs> god damn it so we 
We got we got a list. We got one response. We got one reply on Twitter. A whopping one reply. <laughs> oh, boy, on Colton, shout out to Colton. <laughs> I was figuring it was one of your friends. I was like, "There's no way this is a complete stranger <laughs> replying to us about this." Uh, he he has low back pain, or he wants to know about low back pain at least. As do uh, a few people. My friend Lance. Um, he he had some low back pain. Uh, I don't know, this was probably last year, and I went to try to stretch him, and he has, like, the mobility of a piece of plywood. So the the easy answer, the quick answer to low back pain is your hamstrings are probably tight as fuck, and you need to first loosen up your hamstrings, but you also need to loosen up your entire um, glutes, hips, quads, uh, you need to loosen up the whole the whole circumference of your core. Basically, you need to stretch that. But in that same breath, the stretching needs to be met with strengthening. You need to strengthen your low back with exercises such as reverse hyperextensions, um, uh, like um, the baby cobra, cobra. Basically, you need to just do yoga. You need to start doing yoga and Pilates. And that'll probably fix your low back pain, and uh, probably you'll you'll lose some of your your belly fat too, which is probably why your low back hurts. And watch your shitty ass posture. Okay, as, as my as I'm hunched over, like <laughs> we spend so much time in flexion, you gotta you gotta extend that shit. Yeah, extend. That's what uh, do the do the boat pose. Do the bow. Um. And anything else for low back? Low back's pretty straightforward. You just have to not be a lazy bastard and basically um, pay attention to it, put some effort into it every day. Like 20 minutes of stretching and strengthening daily would probably fix your low back pain within like four to six weeks at the most. But then you also have to stay consistent with that um, stretching and strengthening but probably down to you know like just three days a week like incorporate that into your your weekly routine of if you even do any exercise um the next big one for people entering their 30s uh is tendonitis most most people or at least males get tendonitis in their Achilles, which is something I had dealt with last summer and ended up having to go to physical therapy for about a month uh, to, to get it right because I was crawling around my apartment. This was COVID, um, just, just getting around... Um, it was the summertime, so people weren't afraid of COVID initially here at first. So people were kind of starting to go out again, but mostly still having to stay in your house. And so I was like crawling around my house on all fours like a dog. And I was, you know, I tried stretching. I tried four-way bands. And it was just like pain, like nine out of 10 pain in my my ankle. And I was like, okay, I have to actually like get this professionally looked at. Uh, um by but I need a second opinion. So yeah, about here's what helped my uh, tendonitis. I guess I should, should say, and I other people's tendonitis um, is obviously the stretching, heat pad, ice pack, 
switching the modalities on there and then uh eccentric exercise is going to save your your achilles uh so that would be like doing a calf raise and exploding up quickly and then you are coming back down so you're lowering the back of your heel for like a three to five count so you're you're very slowly bringing that heel down and you're contracting it the whole time you're you're lowering your heel and you do that for you know three sets of seven to ten reps uh that that's the best exercise there that's the little secret the professional secret to um keeping your tendonitis away and strengthening those tendons anything on tendonitis there danny to add uh yeah your your modalities are just your feel good mushy shit but that's not really doing anything for you but steve nails it with the, the stretching and the uh the the eccentric uh contractions that's where you that's where you build up that uh that good that good strength um sorry sorry i'm half on my phone <laughs> well i did kind of ramble there i <laughs> the other i do have like kind of ankle instability which i think like a lot a lot of people high percentage of of people have ankle instability because we wear shitty sneakers made by chinese children but they look cool and so our ankles aren't supported very well usually and so we're walking on you know the sides of our feet we're walking with imbalances throughout the day or we're walking in flip-flops which aren't helping us at all and I had like a ton of ankle pain last summer when I was doing hippotherapy with the horses and stuff. And I was like, oh, God, here, here it's coming on the other, other ankle now. My other ankle's acting up. And I I nailed the problem that time. I didn't need to go pay a freaking grand to the physical therapist. Uh, I had a huge knot at the top of my tibialis anterior, which is if you put your hand over your knee, like your palm on your kneecap. Your tibialis anterior is probably about where your ring finger is pointing down to. It's the it's the long muscle that gets like shin splints usually. Well, I didn't get shin splints. I had ankle pain and it was from a big ass knot right at the top of my muscle there, right below the knee. And once I dug out that knot, uh, it, it, it fixed everything. It was just like, I found, you know, when you have that pain and you're like, God damn, I wish I could just suck the pain out like venom and and you just and i found that knot and i just targeted it and did some active release and it was just like it was like coming it was it was so good um the hell of an analogy uh, uh, think, or, or if you play if you played basketball your ankles are probably pretty uh pretty fucked up just from stepping on people's feet once you mm-hmm. uh once you once you mess up those ligaments you uh you you gotta work on that stability, or your ankles are gonna be jacked up when you're old. I I'm pretty sure I, I I'm like ninety eight percent sure I have no ATFL in my in my right ankle. I got some big problems with it, but uh, that's for when I'm fifty and have arthritis. That's not for me to worry about right now. <laughs> it's a future me problem. Yeah, you should do. You should get, go buy yourself a Theraband, which are made in Akron, Ohio. By the way, shout out. I don't. I I just steal them from work. Theraband is from Akron, Ohio. I did not yeah, know bro. that. Might have to rubber city. That. Oh yeah. Um, 
Uh, four-way ankle pumps. So you should do three sets of 10 against a, probably a green or a blue band or whichever color is a good. It should be tough for the last uh, couple reps each direction. That, that'll probably get your ankles pretty stable, but who, who's going to sit there and have the time to do that? And then you got to hook the band up to something else stable or have your have a friend or a partner uh, hold the band. That's a whole bunch of bullshit. Get you a piece of foam or a BOSU ball or some, some kind of little un, unstable surface. Do some dynamic balance activities standing, standing on that ankle. Just, just stand on that one foot balance. Build up that ankle stability. Have your friend come and push you. <laughs> and <laughs> perturbation. Perturbation is the word. Uh, and in the social media age we live in now, if you just tell people you stretch or post a picture or a video of you stretching for one to three seconds, that is just as good as stretching. People will think that you're doing the stretching and you're staying super healthy and having good posture and all that shit, but you're actually just a lazy piece of shit who just likes to post and look good on Instagram. So, I mean, the choice is yours. There's that There's that option as well, just to educate you all. You said, uh, you said perturbations and Jimmy said, I do that every <laughs> night. That's what I was laughing at. Um. I think that's it for the orthopedic stuff. The other couple things, well, I guess you can count your your prostate as an orthopedic problem. Um, a lot of the the geriatric people I treat, they all have either an enlarged prostate, benign prostate, hypertension. Um, basically, you should be doing yoga and Pilates. You should be doing um, Pilates and Kegels and core strengthening and bridges, all those things. You should do that throughout your life because if not, you're going to turn 55 and then your dick's going to stop working and you're going to be peeing seven times a night because your butthole can't hold your pee in anymore. Um, anything, any, anything on that, Danny? It's out my ass. <laughs> would, <laughs> this out Piss. Piss out my ass. Uh, no, I think you nailed the prostate part pretty good do bridges and um just squeeze it just sit there if you're in college you're in class or you're at work at your desk just sit there and do 10 reps of butthole squeezes just squeeze your butthole then relax and squeeze your butthole again as you're listening here why don't we do 10 reps together squeeze your butthole and relax and squeeze your butthole and relax and do that eight more times while we continue to talk about butthole. Do you have any other butthole problems? I don't I, yet. Um, I, I, yeah, I've, I've stayed well, clear of butthole. I pretty much I, I don't really have any problems. I have a an acute butthole problem, which you do is, have acute butthole. <laughs> I, uh, what is this episode turning into? Uh, I think we're doing good here. <laughs> we're, I think this is more entertaining than any of the NFL talk we do. <laughs> um, at least no one's losing money listening yeah. to this gamble. I lost too much on UFC last weekend. I had this in the fucking Penguins. I took the Penguins every fucking I night. <laughs> fucking Texan. I texted my cousin 
when they were up fucking three to two in the in the waning minutes of the third period, and I said live money line is Rangers plus two forty five or whatever the hell it was. I'm like I should hammer it, and I was like, no, you know what? They're not gonna do it three games in a row and blow a three one lead. I'm not hammering it. And and guess what the fuck they did? They did it three games in a row. I could have at least softened the blow, but I didn't. I pussied out. I I mitigated some of my UFC damage on Sunday by taking um, regulation to end in a draw for Penguins Rangers. I, I took overtime and I took both teams to score in the second period. And uh, but then I took the fucking Penguins. So so you know, uh, whatever. And uh, uh, what I don't know. Game three, game four, when they that there's like 15 seconds left and they you know the rangers scored that cheap ass goal to cover the fucking goal line uh i i flailed around like a kid because i had i had a big old parlay with penguins plus one and a half and that son of a bitch rolled past both blue lines into the goal right into that son of a bitch goal to to kill my plus one and a half to to cap a parlay Oh God, that was rough. That was a rough series. And two of the two of the residents where I work are Rangers fans, and they chirped me there on Monday. And then you know, fucking just sit there and be like, "Yeah, oh, Carolina will, whatever." I don't even watch hockey until it's the playoffs, so I don't know why. I'm upset because of the money, I guess the bets. But okay, so back to it. Back to it. My acute butthole injury. Uh, I did get Mexican diarrhea from Jimmy's uh, wedding um, in Mexico. It was a nice week. It was a it was a nice wedding on the beach. You guys should have saw Jimmy out there in his suit in the eighty seven degree weather it, getting it was married. Like ninety five. <laughs> okay, it was like ninety five, and it was hot. <laughs> That's all I, I do. Say. I do feel for you. Uh, he had a, a navy blue suit on, and I was hot in my just my one dress shirt and undershirt. And so he was like, actually, I think about to pass out when we were doing some pictures after the ceremony on the sand. I I was like, oh, he might actually like topple over from heat exhaustion and then Teresa's like you should go get him some water and I was like that ain't my job <laughs> and then I went yeah. to go get myself a drink <laughs> Tim goes I looked at you and I thought you were just being over dramatic and then I looked at your brother and saw that he was struggling too and then I go oh shit <laughs> they might actually be pretty hot ah <laughs> uh. Yeah, that was, uh, but it was nice and, and it was good. And, but, but I, I have had diarrhea for nine days now and, uh, it's, it, it ain't no fun. Um, I refuse to go to the doctor. Uh, I've basically just been Googling things and I was almost tempted to ask the doctor I work with. <laughs> What his opinion was like? Oh, I, I can't. I cannot. I cannot go up to this man and ask him. Hey, dude, what's wrong with me? I've been shitting fucking mud for nine days now, and uh, and then also, you know, I work with him, so it's like, oh, thanks for coming to work. Still, it's like I don't think it's contagious. 
Follow um, Steve's OnlyFans at Return to Play Pod. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, TikTok. Uh, see, I have a bunch of, I have some spicy stuff I wanted to review, but like, I, I cannot. I tried putting hot sauce on my dinner last night, and it was bad news. So I got to put some of that spicy stuff on hold. I I do have the. Cookie M and M's I got to to in the cupboard. I got to review those this weekend. Um, so sticking with the GI track, a lot of you out there have heartburn. I think heartburn something that kind of creeps up in people's mid thirties, uh, and sticks around basically for life. Once you once you get acid reflux, like you can't uh patch up your esophagus, so. That's what heartburn is. It's kind of like uh, acidic burning of the esophagus lining tissue. And one thing, my theory is, is I've been eating spicy food since, you know, I was a teenager and I'm going to continue to keep myself like adapted to spicy foods and heat and acid. And I think like maybe that will just my my um esophagus tissue might just heal itself because i'm young and i have like healing powers still uh like a lizard and so it'll just kind of callous over maybe and then i won't get so much acid reflux in in later in life or it's gonna come the other way and it's gonna be full-blown um fucking terrible middle age late age for me time will tell um do you know any any heartburn tricks? I don't think you should take um, the pills all the time. I just obviously again at work. I see a lot of cable television. Uh, I've been seeing an ad running on the news that if you've been taking Zantac for like the last ten years, you probably have cancer at this point, and you can sue Zantac in a class action lawsuit. So maybe don't take Zantac. Yeah, I don't do the I don't do the Zantac. I uh, I was having lots of digestive issues for a minute there, and I just kind of had an energy drink and at least six months, probably close to a year, maybe even I don't know. Just kind of cleaned up my diet a little bit. That's helped. I used to I used to eat like shit. Now I just eat like crap, and it's it's helped a little bit. <laughs> I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if that any of that's actually scientifically proven. I just you know beaten. Eating a little more vegetables and fruits, and not eating so much uh, beer, McNuggets, and well, I still drink the beer, but uh, yeah, I drink lots of carbonated things and beer, and it's it's all. I I do lots of things that I shouldn't, for sure, uh, but I cut out I cut out some bad stuff, feel a little better. Yeah, you're. You're getting a little older. You're not going to just have those fucking abs like you always do. Well, they're still there. I just got to work harder for them now. Yeah, fuck you. Uh, I almost had an outline of abs last summer, and then I literally went on one one bachelor party and then just back to not even sniffing them again. Um, <laughs> last on the list is gray hairs. Uh, I've noticed that. I have two gray hairs that pop up quarterly. Uh, I'd say twice a year, twice a year at this point, the last couple of years. I just pluck them out with a, um, with, uh, 
what's the word, aggressively to show them I mean business and to send a message to the rest of the hairs not to get gray. Uh, so far, that's working past couple years here. I've only had the two. So I think that's my advice. And then obviously, you know, just uh, maybe do the little touch of gray once you get a little older. Uh, I will have no problem dyeing my hair when I'm older to keep my my nice black uh, Italian hair. I do need a haircut. Yeah, I need a haircut bad, but I uh, it's not a not an issue I face. I come from a long line of hairless men, and and by that I mean like body hair can't grow a beard, but the the stuff on my head stays there. So we're, we're sitting good in that department. <laughs> I think, is it, is it your, is it your mother's father is where you get your, your hair gene from? That's what someone told me. Uh, no, I mean, no, neither, no one in my family on either side really has like baldness. That was more have, of a question of ge- genealogy. I, uh, I mean, no, I mean, both my grandparents' hair was like, well, one of them's dead, so he probably doesn't have much anymore. But they, uh, I mean, they were both like thin, but they weren't, weren't like bald. My dad still has a whole flock of hair, but it's, I mean, he's, he started going gray probably in his late 40s. It is a popular myth that hair loss in men is passed down from their mother's side of the family. Yeah, I don't have I don't have baldness on either side. The genes is, uh, for hair loss and hair loss itself are actually passed down from both sides of the family. Hell yeah. There's one allele each. To, we're not to, we're not receding yet, so we're uh I'm in the clear. Can't well, grow a beard though. Yeah, I do have the beard and I have uh my yeah, my you're grandfather. A hairy Oh yeah, and uh, Teresa and I are always saying uh, our baby's gonna be—it's gonna come out with a full head of hair. It's gonna be a hairy bastard. Uh, not that we're at, we're not we're not pregnant yet, but when that happens, you know, gonna be hairy. It's gonna be a hairy situation. <laughs> well. Oh, I think we should end with uh, draw of the week then. Any objections? No, I was trying to talk and my mic was... Oh, well, go ahead. No, no, I mean, not, my mic was like doing weird things. It was like flashing weird colors. I don't know what was happening, but yeah, we... Uh, yeah, I got a draw of the week. Do you? I can... Oh, well, do you want to first touch on the U.S. men's soccer oh, injuries? Yeah. Well, we got... Uh, Shout out to my boy Miles Robinson. Uh, really emerged as a uh, defensive playmaker throughout qualifying. Goes down with an Achilles tear. Looking at, you know, six months will be like on the dot will be when Qatar starts. So I'm hoping he can at least get back and and, and be a be a reserve guy because he uh, truthfully earned it. Um, other than that, I mean, the whole U.S. team is banged up right now, but but nothing nothing serious enough. You know, Weston McKinney with a with a broken foot, but he's coming back. Uh, Reina Gio Reina has some uh, has a has a hamstring issue, but that's 
you know, he should be back by the time the summer comes around. So lots of uh, lots of uh, banged up players, but hopefully by November, no uh, no serious injuries and and put Christian Pulisic in a, in a bubble. Don't don't let anyone breathe <laughs> on that man for the next six months because I will cry. Well, but, doesn't Chelsea have a meaningless EPL game this weekend? They they do. They play. Uh, yeah, I mean they're pretty much locked into that three spot in the EPL. Let's see. Seems who, like uh, a perfect time for him to get hurt. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, who does Chelsea play? Well, I'll go with my my draw of the week is Crystal Palace. They've had the most draws this season and they are playing Manchester United they can spoil Manchester United season with a draw by kicking them out of the euros i believe uh i believe they they be passed man man united would then be passed up by west ham to participate in the euros uh, if I'm reading this correctly, it's the, it's the Europa League. The Euros is the is the oh national yeah the national teams, teams but, but yeah, yeah, yeah Europa. Europa. But yeah, yeah, they don't want to drop to that seven spot. But yeah, yeah, uh, I did want to touch on. Uh, I tweeted this out earlier. I should I should have tweeted it from the from the podcast page. But so Everton, 118 seasons they've spent at the top flight of English football, and. It was a disaster. They were at the, they were way too good of a team to have done as bad as they did this year, but they were at the bottom of the table pretty much throughout the entire season and uh got got some some crucial points late. They 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 upset Chelsea a couple weeks ago. Today down 2-0 to Crystal Palace, came back and won 3-2 to uh clinch not getting relegated. And you should see the part it, is, it reminds me of the Browns, the Browns Owen 16 parade because they are <laughs> they are they are partying in uh, in London, whatever, whatever neighborhood of London Everton is in. They are uh, they are rampaging and uh, because they because they didn't get relegated, which is quite hilarious. So the uh, the the most, Liverpool. They they they, they in are Liverpool? in. Yeah. Huh. Dang. You'd think Liverpool would be the the main Liverpool team, and I mean, I'm sure they're both very heavily uh, popular. Yeah. But there's only so know. many England, places to live there. I England's guess a weird. All right, there's like eight teams in London, so yeah, you just pick a team and you roll with it. But uh, well, that's neither here nor there. Shout out to my boy Tim Howard who played at Everton for a while. <laughs> uh, my draw of the week: we will be at Columbus Crew game versus LAFC Saturday. So crew have been absolutely uh horrendous this year they can't score they're they're way too good to be playing as bad as they are uh and they're playing lafc the best team in the mls uh so why not i spent i spent money to come watch them they better fucking get a draw draw the <laughs> week a one one because they can't score so one one uh kellen acosta from from lafc my, my boy from the from the u.s national team he's he's gonna get the goal and uh, I'm 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 front row behind the one goal, so hopefully the action's on that side and uh, try oh, to high five somebody. We'll, we'll see what happens. Columbus uh, Crew Soccer Club. No, they're not even soccer. It's just Columbus Crew now. They're not a soccer club anymore. They got rid of that. One one draw of the week. Lock it in. 
Uh, Columbus has four draws this year, and they, they can't score. They were they were they were unbeaten in their first like four or five games, and they then they freaking they cannot score a goal, dude. It's it's insane. Charlotte, uh, Charlotte won their first uh, U.S. Open Cup round of thirty-two. They won that. Good for them. Oh, but that doesn't make sense. It said third round they played before. I don't know. Um, yeah, so, uh, Charlotte's right there with Columbus, mi- middle of the uh, conference there. Uh, I guess we'll end on John, John Daly finished Thursday uh, of the PGA Championship. Finished plus two. When Danny told me this, shared this tweet, uh, I thought he like w- was, you know, under par. But no, uh, plus two, and this is <laughs> the final tally of literally everything John Daly put into his body over a full 18 holes um, and Thursday round here. And it is as follows, 21 cigs, 12 Diet Cokes, six packs of peanut M&Ms, 0.0 ounces of water. And there's a picture of him, you know, with a big old belly, done lapped over his... Uh, Grateful Dead looking pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if you told me to play eighteen holes of golf with only six diet cokes and no water, I I might die because that's in Oklahoma. It's not it's not like it's cool there, you know. Oh, he had twelve diet cokes. Sorry, twelve twelve diet cokes. That's a different story. So the uh, there is a disclaimer that. That tweet is authentic, but it was in a it was in a thread of a guy telling a story of of his coverage of John Daly from two thousand eight. So that is something that actually happened, but it turns out it was not today. He was just telling a story, but John Daly did actually do that in two thousand eight during during his one round. Twenty one cigarettes, twelve diet cokes, six peanut M and M's, and zero ounces of water. Epic. Epic. All right. Well, I think that about does it. Might be a vote, uh, vote uh, for John Daly for whatever whatever you can write in somebody. Just put John <laughs> Daly. I think we're at like right at a 40, 45 minute episode here. Not bad. All right. Oh yeah. Stay healthy, America. <laughs> Now we can end the show.